with gang When we pull up, two step and flesh with man When we pull up, these baddies they be loving the gang When we pull up, great stench, what you smelling on man When we pull up, can you really step with gang When we pull up, two step and flesh with man When we pull up, these baddies they be loving the gang When we pull up, great stench, what you smelling on man When we pull up, aye. We live, we live, Wallace Corners Hive We live, we live, we live, you get me, we back What's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of Ballers Corner. Here with the boys, we got a guy Tony in the building. You got, F, got Carol. You got nope. Jeff. You got a full house. What's going on? What's going on, boys? Yo, yo, yo. Good, bad. Bad. good, good. Right, good. Cool. So, right now, we're gonna go straight into it. We got Agenda City today. From last week, we heard um, us go into it just a little bit, but this episode, I think, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a mad one. Let's 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 get into it. Who wants to who wants to kick it off? We're not gonna hold back either, right? So it's a little bit of fun. So you like right. guys see our little our fun side, but every single agenda that we have is gonna be based off something. We're not gonna start saying this football is crap because I don't like the, his haircut. You get me? It's gonna be based off something, and always, always as usual. Let us know your thoughts. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Did we go too harsh? Hey, you know what? Let me just kick it off, man. This player. I have an agenda with because even though we're from the same country, my agenda is there because they want him to play for my country, and I don't want him. To ah, I already know who it is. You don't even have to. You don't even have to do big intro. Me right? being I Congolese, I already know who it is. Best right I back in the league. Best defensive back in the league. They said, ah, chill out. Aaron They tried to compare him to my boy Reese James. They tried to compare him to Trent, and bro, this guy has to be arguably one of the worst. Footballers I've seen play in the top flight, bro. Like he's allergic to ability. technique, bro. He's allergic to technique. He's our he's our generation's version of Ali Dio on God. Bro, this... you, you see the man that you mentioned just now, yeah. This is what, like he pales in comparison to them. But that's what you have to say. He pales in comparison to them. <laughs> bro, I, for me, yeah, I I've, I watch him and I I actually think like his cousin or uncle or relative must be a director at Crystal Palace because I've seen man at goals that have tech, bro, and they didn't make it. How did you make it and you were a winger, bro? Like, I don't understand it. It doesn't... Bro, I've been reasonable on this show for too long, but right now I have to just let loose, bro, because I've got man them that they even sitting next to me on a Saturday. We're just there watching TV. They should have been there. But he's there. Nah, bro. Tony, man, mentioned, Tony, Tony, mentioned. as a fellow Congolese, man, bro, you know please. That would be a great sight. I'd love to see Aruan in five side, bro. I'd love to see it because here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You might know me, and I'm quite of a level-headed fan, but when he first signed, everybody, I remember him, there was hype because of the Crystal Palace game against Bad City, where Etihad, where he locked off Sterling, right? And I remember every single highlight of Wan-Bissaka in that game was a slide tackle. Everything. And there was a slight tackle that the ball was going out of play. Crystal Palace were then running back 10 yards back towards their goal and regrouping. Now I'm like, that's calm, yeah. But this guy's just signed for my team now. Like, I've never been impressed with the, with the slight tackles because he was winning the ball and the ball was going out of play. So he wasn't winning the ball. He was slight tackling in Sterling and the ball's going out of play and City got the ball back and then just throwing it back and the, and the, and the, 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 the pressure maintains. Do you get me? So to me, it's like, that's cool. It's, it's for Palace. Palace want to play a deep block that might come up cause cross. But at Man United, you're going to be on the halfway line. Like, we're not this team that's going to come and be compact and, and, and starve out games 
playing for draws. We should be that. Sadly, we are. We shouldn't be that team. Do you get me? So someone like him that was going to be a long-term um, investment for the next 10 years, like he's going to be up here, maybe do... You know what's mad? The bar is so low. I want to say he's going to be out here and try outdo Antonio Valencia's legacy because he's nowhere near Gary Neville right now. And Gary Neville is even that levels. Like, <laughs> out of all the footballers that we watch, he's not that levels. And then he's not even matching Antonio Valencia. So when he first came, I was like, I am sceptical, but maybe he can prove me wrong. One, there was a game against Bournemouth, yeah? At um, Bournemouth's ground. If you watch it, Josh King spins him. I don't rate Josh King. So to me, it was like a double offence. I was offended twice. Because you let Josh King spin you and they scored. And everyone was like, all right, you know what? He's new. It's calm. And then the week after, he did the same thing to Sterling where he just, every single ball's got a flat ball. My mind was already made up. My mind was already made up. I said, this guy ain't it. And I remember I was telling you, man, obviously our listeners aren't familiar with, didn't know, obviously didn't know us um, when it was happening. I was telling you, man, this guy ain't it. But because he had mocked up Sterling, they were saying best right back in the world. Trent, who James comes outside. Best right back in the world. 50 million. Oh, is, he, is, he, is he even shouting Max Aaron's right now? Max Aaron's? Is he even shouting Emil Kraft from Newcastle? No, no. Hector Bellerin. Uh, he's not even touching Bruno Sartham. I'll be real with you. Like, bro, this guy does not have the body mechanics to be a footballer, bro. We've seen the pictures of him controlling the ball. Did you trying see? Trying to actually do things, bro. You see young boys. He plays football. He He's actually looks good. like you ever like you ever try to like show a girl like when you're in school and stuff. The girl will come on the playground and like, oh, let me have a touch of the ball. You're just throwing her a little volley in that, and you see yeah. the tech. That's his I'll tell tech. You now. I'll tell you something now. Those, <laughs> especially the ones that came to my school, when they controlled the ball, it was better. Do you know why? Because their man swallowed the ball where that foot would go above the ball, but the ball will stop dead, didn't it? This guy controls the ball. His it's a flat surface. There's some of the best pitches in Europe. Flat surface. The ball comes to him. He touches it. Why is it going up in the air? On Astro, the physics. Bro. On 4G, bro. Explain the physics. Why is it going up in the air? Why is your first, your second touch trying to bring a ball back down that was already on the ground? No, 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 no. The part that you neglected is, yeah, the ball went in the air and man tried to control it with his studs to bring it back down. <laughs> Yo, I don't understand, bro. Like, I'm actually looking at it and I'm thinking, did I not work hard enough? Like, I'm not a good footballer, but clearly, I could have made it. It was an avenue for me. Maybe I was born in the wrong borough. Maybe. Because this guy, somehow, yeah, was a winger, got a pro, ended up as a right back, played for Man United, 50 million. And also, he got England caps, yeah, for playing for Congo one game and getting battered 8-1, bro. Like, I don't get it. This guy has made Ws out of so many Ls, bro. I need the judge, like, the Kindoki. I, I, <laughs> I need to see the Palace highlights. Please, someone, if you've got footage, I need to see him playing as a winger for Palace. I need to have see you not seen it? Nice. I haven't. I haven't. Oh, bro, I've never seen it. Right I'll send it to you right now. No, but this is what, this is what irks me about him, yeah, because, like... Okay, before like he killed his playing terrible, whatever. I was thinking, okay, whatever. He's like he's he's somehow finesses thing into the Premier League, into one of the top two, best teams in the world, whatever. Cool. It's when man in my back and they're saying, oh, you don't understand. Like he's a defensive fullback. I was like, who else is a defensive fullback in the world? Oh, uh, 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 no one. 
the role of a fullback is not a defensive fullback in the modern age. Everyone is expected to go forward. And furthermore, you're at Manchester United. Like Tony said, you're going to be on the halfway line, bro. You have to know how to attack so, uh, somewhat, somewhat. Like, and he doesn't know how to do it at all. And people defend. Do you know, do you know what's worse than the slight tackles? Yeah, I don't know if you man seen it. When he when he gets the byline, every single cross, man's dropping to the floor. What's going on? Like, can, can man not cross the ball? Without his body dropping, bro. Sometimes he can't is even it? get his feet. He can't. Sometimes he can't even get his feet sorted out. Like I don't get it. You, you need, do you need your body? Like do you need the whole of your body to swing a crossing? Explain it to me. Like just explain it to me and just talk me through it. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like by the man like alias that he has, it's not. I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's actually a violation. Let's actually think about it. Is actually a violation. This whole art, uh, yeah, like really tackle. Think about it going forward. If, if people are calling you Spider Man, what does that actually mean, bro? This one, this one here. Uh, 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 you know what it is, yeah? This is a mixture of like, this is United's fault. This is actually United's fault for giving this this platform, this publicity for people to have to have a stand culture to a footballer that cannot play football. I just, I, I I just need because we, we're even forgetting here. They say he's a defensive, uh, a defensive fullback, which which is you should be a defensive fullback to a degree anyway. But he lacks positional awareness and concentration also. Because how many times do you actually see that he's falling asleep basically, and the wingers got in behind him? That's literally why you're slide tackling all the time. Because like the great Paolo Maldini said, if you have to make a slide tackle, you've already made a mistake. And this guy has made a bag of mistakes. And not that I wish bad on anyone, but I'm kind of happy it's got to now we can actually see that this guy is not levels. And I'm saying worldwide. Before I felt it was just me or just Tony or just us, man, that believed it. But I'm glad more people are seeing it because this guy is not good. He's not even all right. Oh, it's mad still. I can't even lie. I don't know how it's the judge. It must be it's the Kindoki man. Um it's it's there's, there's a couple of things like, like that hold on, hold on. Another thing, another thing. I hope people know that this guy is like ninth choice for, for England, by the way. Like he's he, he actually not gonna get like another and, and he's and he's, he's sixth choice for Congo. <laughs> I'd rather Belasti play right back for Congo. <laughs> I remember we're in the chat and people were like, Yeah, la, like, if these three are injured, who's like Tram. You mentioned James, you mentioned Trent, you mentioned, you mentioned like all these, fam, he's ninth on the list, bro. I'm talking, even Lampsy, all these men, they're, they're ahead of him, bro. What's my man, uh, Southampton, Walker Peters, he's ahead of this guy. Livermento too, man. Exactly, like, these men are ahead of this guy. In fact, in fact yeah, because of Livermento now, it's even 10th place. This is before Livermento came on the scene. <laughs> bro, I'll even put like, I'll even put like Jeremy Ngakio from Watford in front of him. Tanganga, right? Yeah, he's cold still. Bro, there's a bag of man yet. Like, you got to think, right? When you're talking about England, yeah, England, yeah, they're going to walk I'll be petty. I'm sorry, Kuro. I'm sorry. To, I'll be petty. I'm going to name you every single right back I expect to get called up before Aaron Wambasek, yeah? Trent's first choice. Well, I don't know if he's actually Walker's first choice, isn't it? Yeah. Then Trent. Then Trippier. All right? All right? Then I want to say James. No, maybe James might even be. I don't know what the order is. No order, no order, because I don't know what the order is, right? Then James. That's already four players ahead of you. It's already stiff. Right, because only Walker at that group and Trippy at that group is kind of old enough. That's already stiff. All right, so that's the four footballers. Then you've got Livermento. Then you've got um, uh, what's his name? You said isn't it for Brighton? Max Aaron's, Lamptey, oh, Max Aaron's. 
I'm pretty sure Milton Niles is getting a call up. I'm pretty sure Ryan Fredericks is getting a call up. Hey. I'm pretty sure Callum Chambers is getting a call up. I'm pretty sure nah, Callum Chambers and Joe Kenny up, is getting a call up. James James Justin is getting a call up before him as well, bro. James Tavernia is getting a call up before him. Oh my days, Master Tavernia. What's Rangers? Luke Ailing is getting a call up before him. Joel Ward, God bless his soul, is getting a call up before him. Brandon guy, Williams is getting yeah. a call up. I don't know him. how Joel still plays in the Prem, by the way. I don't know how he still plays in the Prem. That guy is so harsh. <laughs> Gary Southgate is going to remember Nathaniel Klein's number before he tries to reach for Bro, I can't believe he still plays Prem ball. He's Bro. still living that as well. Let me let me just put it like this, yeah. Do you know how mad it is, yeah, to be a Manchester United footballer, yeah, and not get called up for your country, bro. We saw it. Jesse Lingard played like two games for United at the start of the season and he was included in the next camp, bro. This guy's been playing solidly for what? Is this his third season or fourth season? Third season. Third season, yeah. And he hasn't been called up here since the first month he was at United, bro. Do you know how bad you have to be to not even get a look in as a United player? Look, that train Carrington is empty for those two weeks. He's the only guy there because everyone else is playing for their country unless your name is Phil Jones. Fucking Dallow gets called up for his country. And everyone says he's not good enough. What I don't understand is the hypocrisy in it because football has always been is mo- modern, progressive. Everyone needs to have technical ability in order to make it. The only football I've heard excuses for, especially from my United fans themselves, is Juan Bissaka. Because when Chris Morland was doing his thing and he was actually generally one of our best centre-backs, people still wanted him sold. Because why? He couldn't control the football and he wasn't good with the ball at his feet. When Lukaku was still scoring 27 goals in a calendar year, in, in a season, not league goals in all competitions, people still get antsy because of his first touch and his ball control. And then Wan like, Bissaka like came in, and nobody cares why he can he can slide tackle. I don't get it. I don't get it. Where's the consistency? If you want technical ballers, eleven technical technical ballers, then I'll hear it. But if you're telling me Lukaku this, small in that, McTominay to an extent, but he's white, so probably that's why they allow him. But like, then we got Wan Bissaka, and it's like. It pains me because he's the worst footballer I've ever seen in my life. He is, honestly. Raphael was better than him. Fabio was better than him. Wes Brown was better than him. Guillermo Varela was better than him. Silvestre, Silvestre is even left-footed. Put him on the right-back position. He's better than him. You get me? Let's bring out some old Dons. Donald Love, better than him. Fossey Mensah, better than him. We we burnt through right-backs at this club. McNair even played there. And I'm pretty sure I play McNair right now. I'm tired. Paying in my chest. You, you know what it is, yeah? This this is this is it's not even personal. Like people are gonna listen to this think it's personal, yeah. I I just don't want my man to play for my country, you know. That's all it is. If the, once those talks die down, I don't care anymore. But please stop scouting him, man. I don't want everyone to. remember it's football, yeah. Like remember what this sport's about, remember the names you've seen at this level, remember the Lawrence, the the Cafus, the 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 big names, Danny Alves. Remember what club Juan Bissaka plays for. And remember, the remember he's not levels. You get me? So we're going to end it there. That was Corral's boy, AWB, Spider-Man. More mm. like, which Spider-Man would it be? Is he, is he Tobey Maguire? Is he, Bro, is he, is he no, 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 no way. No, Andrew Garfield, bro. Andrew Garfield. No, chill out, chill out. Andrew Garfield is actually a good Spider-Man. Bro, he is, he's, I don't know if you might have seen Into the Spider-Verse, yeah? 
He spied his porky, the pig one, the pig <laughs> one in the party <laughs> one. That's him. <laughs> ah, that kill me. Wait, but speaking of another Manchester United player, <laughs> there's another one that's not. You're gonna set really Tony up again. You're gonna set him up again. So, this is the thing, and people are gonna think I don't like like Manchester United as a club. Like it's actually a calm club, but this is another player I don't understand. Nah, there's too many scrubs, man. Too many scrubs. Oh, Marcus Rashford. Is this guy a technical player? Let's actually discuss that. Like, is this guy a technical player? Us. If you count a knuckleball as one. How <laughs> is it that in the number of years you are a first-team player, you still get treated, one, as, as, as by the media, like you're still a youth player. Number two, you still play like you're a youth player. Number three, you've played on the world-class coaches like Van Gaal, Mourinho. What has improved from your game as, uh, since you've come um, through on the scene? No, nah, my, my issue with Rashford isn't as deep rooted as as Wan Bissaka. My oh, issue with Rashford is more of a disappointment level. Like we all got excited when he first came through and he bagged those nine goals. A because I actually never heard of Rashford when he was playing for the youth team. I'll be honest, I never heard of his name. I knew of Ashley Fletcher. I knew of Andres Pereira. I knew of all these men that actually didn't live up to be anything. I never heard of of, of Rashford when he came through. And when he did come through, it was a bit of a surprise. He scored against Mitchell and we were all like, who's this guy? And then he scored against Arsenal a couple of days later. And we were like, who is this guy? Did you get me? So he came through, he came like he was going to be on crud. And 16-17, he scores quite some impressive, not impressive, important goals. And then we realised, you know what? This guy could actually, with Rooney's legs going, this guy could actually be the next star in us. Everyone was happy for it. And then 17-18 came, right? The funny thing about Rashford is, there's too many excuses for him. I don't like it. People blame Mourinho, saying that Mourinho didn't play Rashford enough. Rashford was Mourinho's most used player. He played the most amount of times and he got the most amount of minutes more than any other Man United footballer under Jose Mourinho. So how did Mourinho mismanage him? Mourinho said in 1617, when he first walked through the doors at Man United, Rashford's a left winger. Rashford complained for two years, saying, nah, I'm a striker. And I remember the 17-18 game uh, at Old Trafford. I actually went to it. Liverpool uh, lost to us. We beat them 2-1. Rashford scored a double. Do you remember that? Both of the left-hand side. Absolutely yeah, yeah. ate up. He ate I don't want to wait, chop Trent. Yeah, he ate up Trent differently, right? Jose said after the game, this is why I play him left wing. That's his best position. Jose pointed it out when he was an 18-year-old boy. Rashford's... No, 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 I'm a striker, I'm a striker, I'm a striker. So George is like, all right, cool, I'll give you what you want. 18-19 comes by now. Lukaku's form's dropped a little bit. He plays him up front against young boys in the Champions League at home. The, the game where, you know, you know the, the game where Mourinho, you know, f- throws the bottles and he turns around and he shakes his head at the crowd. After that game, he said, why always Lukaku? Now you know. No hyperbole or hyperbole, whatever it's pronounced, yeah? Hyperbole, don't worry, I got you, I got you. I hear it. I, I rate it. That is the worst footballing performance I've ever seen from a striker in my entire life. My mind on Rashford not being good enough for my United, yeah, was made up in 1718. That's when the skeptics start coming through. Where I don't know if it was to do with his, I don't want to be using white man trope, but I don't know if it was to do with his, with his attitude or the fact that he was pissed that he was playing left wing, but he was playing his best football off the left while sulking that he was shooting the striker. But the same things, like the red, some of these red flags that are coming in, like the knuckleballs, the inability to use his left foot, the inability to be direct enough to go down the byline or change the game up a little bit. What Rashford loves to do is he floats inside, he gets the ball, fantastic, yeah? 
Sometimes he tries a one-two. He's not great in the link-up. Sometimes he tries it and it doesn't, it fails, calm. But then he always floats inside, tries to get the ball on his right foot and then shoot. Rashford, you were the most predictable footballer ever. Change your game up. He doesn't. He does it constantly and constantly and constantly and constantly. But 18-19, everyone knew as soon as Rashford got the ball, he, everyone knew what he was going to do, right? His movement isn't the best. His unpredictability isn't the best. He doesn't change it and go on his left sometimes. And by 18-19, he had, he had a horrible track record of missing 1v1s to the point where me and my guy made a drinking game. If Rashford misses a 1v1, we drink. Oh my gosh. And like, obviously it wouldn't be like shots or something because it wasn't that often in the game. But literally, if Rashid misses on 1v1, we're going to open up a can of beer and we're going to sip it. And it became a thing where every time we watch Man United and he missed a 1v1, we text each other, or Rashid missed another 1v1. The guy's finishing just dropped off a cliff and people are going to try to tell me, yeah, he scored 20 goals under Ole, but the same issues are there. Like, And a lot of those goals are pendulum. But... Uh, the same issues are there. Rashford started showing red flags in 17-18 and they're still there today. And for the first time, we're actually seeing him in full form where he's now in really bad form. And instead of trying to change his game up to get out of it, he's doing the same stuff. You're almost 25, bro. You're almost you know 25. Is, like, with Rashford, yeah, he, like, you got to think, yeah, in that first year, he broke through, yeah, like, Everything got taken to the moon with him, innit? Because he scored in pretty big games for Arsenal. Uh, he scored against West Ham FA Cup, I remember. Man City, when he died. Man City, away, like the winner. Like, he was in big moments and obviously he got called up for the Euro- England, scored in his debut, went to the Euros. And then FIFA made a, a career mode basically based on, on him, innit? So, or the, the journey or whatever the fuck that shit was called, yeah, with trash game mode anyway. And I just feel like from then... He just became this, like, it was almost like, I don't want to speak to him as a person because I've never met him, ne- never spoke to him. But, like, it was like a player that you can't tell nothing in it. Like, he, he will just do what he wants to do on the pitch in it. Like, because before that, he wasn't coming in and trying to, like, knuckleball it into the top bins every time he gets the ball. He was actually looking like a player that could develop over the next few years. And once he became established, all of that went out the window. It was just, I do what I do. Sometimes it will work, sometimes it won't. Because I look back at games like where Ch- uh, Lampard's first game at Old Trafford and like he's made a run off the ball, Pogba's found him, he scored. like, And you see like he can put in performances like that, but never to the consistency because he doesn't do what's tactically required most games. He isn't great. His move, he runs into straight lines. But the thing is, when, you, when we play against a high line, yeah, where he's actually really quick, He'll get in between the, the right fullback and the, the right centre back. He'll make a straight diagonal line. And this is what I don't understand about Man United fans that don't rate Paul Pogba. Bruno does it as well. Bruno has got the ability to find him. But Pogba, he's the mid, he ticks. He what makes us tick. Then he will find Rashford. If you actually watch Rashford's runs, they're very basic, straight line shit. And that's why when we're playing against a deep block, he's nowhere to be seen. He doesn't get involved because his movement is not great. You, you know what? Yeah. I think Shane may agree because he's watched him as well. I think he's just got a strong case of the wall cuts, you know. Like, if you think about, look at, like, the trajectory of where they started, the perception of them, and, like, as the years have gone by, it's literally a wall cut thing. Wall cut when he, wall nah, cut fought for his life to be a striker. Huh? Wall cut could finish, though. Yeah, he could finish that one season. Bro, I, I've seen nah, Walcott do some things. Walcott could score, bro. No, but he Walcott, developed... Walcott, I say... 
I say he's more similar. They're similar in the way where like playing against a low block, they're not really effective in it. No, but I'm like, saying I'm saying from the sense of like they're both young star star boys who had mm. would promise promise the world basically to the fans that are oh, they're gonna be this player. They were played on the wing. They cried about playing up front. They played up front. They did moderately okay to poor, only mm. to end back on the wing. Like and what it, made it the, worse is. Um, when Jose left and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer became manager, he turned around and said, left wing's been always been our best position. That's when I was like, get the fuck out of here. Because, sorry, my language as well. Because I know people don't remember the article. Rashford said, Mourinho doesn't understand strikers because he's never been one in his life. Or said about he never played professionally in his life. I swear the article's there. Oh, it up. It's- that one there is a cheeky statement, you know. He doesn't know Arnett. He was in the dugout with Bobby Robson with Arnett, you know. Show some respect, bro. As soon as Ole comes in, he's like, oh, yeah, left wing's always been my best position. I said, I'm done with this guy. You had one of the best managers in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them, people don't think he's there anymore. Cool, whatever. I don't care. He still knows more than than Rashford does, 100%. You get me? So a guy come in and say, this is your best position. Work hard, and I'm going to make you the best player. I know. And the thing is, the fact that he used him more than any other player was a clear indicator that he believed in him. And the guy didn't listen to that. And he's like, nah, I want to do this thing. And as soon as he goes, the next man comes and I say, this is your best position. Man's like, actually, you know what? You're right still. This is my best position. Fuck off. And another thing with him here is, bro, my guy's 24, still making stupid decisions. I think the last game, not the, not the one that we've just played this weekend, I think I remember the last game it was where Greenwood was through on goal. Just pass the ball, bro. The guy tries to shoot. Like, the decision-making is off. I don't understand. I think my agenda with Rashford is a place of frustration and a lack of understanding of what goes through his head whilst he's playing football. Play it simple. Him and Bruno are always shooting. Always shooting. Play it simple. Do the link-up play. Martial, yeah, get it. He's another one that's mad frustrating. But if the game against the grub is not going well, man will start doing simple things. Right. Quick one, two, here and there, here and there. And if it don't work for him after that, then he gives up, which obviously isn't a good thing. But at least he tries to change it up. Rashford doesn't. Rashford's like, yo, this game's not going well for me. So I'm going to start shooting from 50 yards. Why not? The goal's there somewhere. Let me try it. And bro, you're wearing the 10. You are wearing the 10. That's a heavy jersey, you know. If it was the seven he got, yeah, which like that would be brazy, but... The 10, huh? I thought, like, he went down, What he started at 39, didn't it? Then he went to 19, then 10. It's a progression, isn't it, in terms of becoming more established. And branding-wise, I'm sure it's a lot better to be number 10 than 39 in his, well, his well, eyes. But well, Even the season before he got the 10, he didn't do anything for me to be thinking, yeah, like, this is now Manchester United's, like, number 10. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know the players I've won, won the 10 for him to be wearing number 10, bro? No, nah, man. They're doing it. Are you sure? But number 10 is a big top. Sir Bobby Charlton wore it. Um, George Best wore it. David Beckham wore it for a season. I think it was Rude and then Wayne took it off. The, Wayne really took it off the Rude and then he took it off. It's great. Uh, do you know what it is though? Like, I, I don't, even like we're touching on the agendas today, I don't actually mind, like, because we are in an agenda-filled generation of football fans, innit? I actually don't mind it if you've got a basis for it. Like, I could hear the statement, like you're talking about Rashford, do I all the way agree? No, but there's a little bit of bias in there, to be honest. But it's like, once you give your reasoning, I'm like, I'm with it. Mm. Like, I, I hear it. I can't disagree with what you're saying. 
Mm. Although I might like not have the same view of the person. But these people on Twitter and stuff, yeah, they just hate a player for no reason, bro. And they hate a player because he celebrated, he celebrated funny against... Remember Neil, Neil Mopé when... Where he, did he shush Arsenal fans or something? Arsenal fans still crying about it to this day. Troy Deeney said in a match... Hey, he's so shit, though. He thinks Troy he's Deeney. so hard. See, ah, that's my agenda. Neil Mopé, that See, is my agenda. I'm going to fight you on that one. Case in point, case in point. Ah, case in point. Ah, another, one, another one I want to talk about, yeah. One of my guys is an Arsenal fan. And he, he can't stand him to this day. Yeah, Troy Deeney went on match of the day and said Arsenal lacked cojones in this game. Is that even a mad statement to make? Arsenal got walloped by the, by the day in that game. But I said, yeah. lack cojones. They're doing Deeney wants to score five years later. What's going on? Bro, they even I did mean, it I with... hear it in it, but it's... that's, 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 that's meaty. But I, I've, I've got smoke for Mopé. Wait, Shay, Shay. You see God, people even go for Mopé, yeah? You see what you say about... Um... About Dini, bro, they started doing it this season with Ivan Tony because Ivan Tony went on an interview and said, Ah, oh, Arsenal at the start of the season was a good kickabout. Now, anytime he doesn't score, you just see Arsenal fans, Oh, how was the kickabout? How was the kickabout? Bro, you went on boys <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. They would, they would take this guy with open arms if he came to come on, man. Nah, I wouldn't take Tony, though. It's smoke, honestly, it's smoke because a man's not saying it in disrespect, he's saying you lot were shit in that game, you lot were trash yeah. in that game. But so bro, we had four COVID cases. Except, except the criticism. Except the criticism. You're, you're mentioning COVID in that. If you were bad in the game, you were bad in the game, bro. Go ahead. It was bad in the game. But we were starting Pablo Mari and flipping, was it? What's wrong with you saying that you were bad then? What? You, Pablo Mari was supposed to be decent at some point. We're telling he's me not good. He, he's um, not, bro, he's, he's not, just not left. He's not a new signing. He's not a new signing. I said on Ballers Corner, Pablo Mari needs to leave my club. He left today. He left today. Today is a good day. Yeah? Today is a good day. He is not a good footballer, bro. They said he was better than Gabriel, bro. They told me he was better than Gabriel. You see, Arsenal fans, they smoke budge. They smoke budge. I swear down, bro. I swear. You see, hey, when your they... Prince, when... Your spokesperson, Robbie, here's another one for agendas, isn't it? Your oh, bro, he, bro he doesn't know bull. You said that. You and everyone that, that's listening to this, ball, let, me know, let me know what you think. A man said that Saka... Mm. Which is kind of arguable, to be honest with you. And Smith Rowe would get him Man City start 11, best 11. Nah, he's burning Budge. Smith maybe Rowe Saka, ahead of Grealish. Maybe Saka, Saka, Saka maybe would. But Smith it, Rowe ahead of, ahead of Grealish, though. Do you agree? Is that depending on this season or as a footballer as a whole? I don't care if it's this season or if Smith Rose got started at the Grealish, bro. But bro, this season Smith Rose bags bare goals, bro. He's bagged bare goals this season, so why couldn't wait, he? Wait, wait, we're not gonna. Someone scores bare yeah. goals, it means that they'll start over someone else in the Hold team. No, but if you're if you're effective in a game, how can you tell me that? Um, if you're effective in a game, more than the next player that's come that's not like lived up to the same sort of level, like how can you say that he won't? Start yeah. ahead that. He's starting, is Emmanuel Dennis starting ahead of ahead of Saka? Nah. Is Emmanuel Dennis starting ahead of Saka? Nah. Why? Isn't that your whole point? Nah, it's not my whole point though. <laughs> because just because Emmanuel Dennis has scored more doesn't mean Saka hasn't performed any less better than Emmanuel Dennis has. I don't think Grealish has done that bad. I feel like there's been a massive. I don't feel like he's. I don't feel like he's done that bad. But I wouldn't say he's like torn it up. He's not ripped, like Wait. lifted up trees. Well, like. Can I, can I touch on something? Shay just did Saka with getting City's team. Is he coming to play left back or something? I don't I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. 
Or exactly. you put him left back. Exactly. This is exactly my point. Exactly. This is why Robbie was moving mad because you're telling me your your right winger is coming to play left back, and even <laughs> then you're going to play left back over Cancelo. <laughs> because hell wait, what, wait hell left back over who? Listen, uh, over Cancelo apparently, you know. But oh, I don't know. Fair enough, man. All right, all right, all right. Hey. Nah, nah, that's crazy. I think Arsenal's a whole different agenda in it because them nah, man. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. Them man there. I've actually, actually been told like by people before this episode that like, I shouldn't actually speak on that club because me, I can go on forever for that club, but I'm not gonna say much in it. Nah, right. I, can't, I don't. I don't even want to go there, bro. Like, I'm not trying to make Shay upset today, man. Nah, bro, we can do it. Still, we can do it. But before we get back into Arsenal, if we do this, do yeah, I need to get on to Mope. Yeah, because they say even a fucking. Sorry to swear, like an agenda-based, like because of the Arsenal bait beef and blah blah. Bro, I watch this guy play ball. Yeah, bro. And this guy thinks he is so cold. Bro, he's not good. He's not good. The technique ain't there. But I can see he thinks he's there. Do you get me? What I hate about footballers, yeah. So what certain footballers, yeah, is know your level, innit? Like, if you're not. That guy, don't try the mad thing, car. It doesn't look good to me. To me, Mope, like, oh, how can I even put it, bro? Like, he's got this, like, kind of arrogance where, cool, I understand as a striker, you've got to have a bit of personality, a bit of character about you, whatever else, isn't it? But I just don't see it, bro. I just don't see, I just, I just don't see it. I can't lie. Well, you know, he's among one of the top scorers in the league at the moment, bro. Like, you're saying he's not I'm, levels I'm yet, but your top scorer has one more goal than him, bro. So the guys that you're saying, like, at levels this season, playing for Arsenal, meant to be pushing for top four. He's playing for Brighton, scored, he scored seven goals, albeit. But he's still among one of the leading players this season in the league. That's why I'm not having that agenda. People don't like Neil Mopé because he's exactly what I like in a footballer. A flipping shithouse. Shit and he yeah, will wind bro, up the I same reason man loves Jamie Vardy. I love shithousery, bro. I love so, shithousery, but... So why don't you hate Vardy then? Huh? Why don't you hate Vardy then? Because Vardy's the biggest Vardy, shithouse Vardy, Vardy's, Vardy's a bad man, though. Vardy is a perennial cheat, though. Huh? Yeah. Well, he is. Vardy's that guy that he runs... He he breaks through your lines, yeah. You run onto the goal, and if your defender is keeping up with him, he puts his back two legs into the defender's like running path and wins the penalty. Was it bear? So that is he's a cheat and he's a shit house. So why is he a bad man? But Neil more pays what? Because more pays highlights your club. Is that what it is? Nah, because Mope just isn't that guy, bro. He gets into them sort of positions that Vardy gets himself into, bro. And he doesn't back. I see him try things and fail so badly, bro. You know, you know your guy Obama and yeah, and Mopey. That's like of them two, like the last two seasons. You see Obama, bro. You can't try and bring this Obama thing to me because I will take him down with you, bro. I don't rate this guy either, bro, and I haven't really rated him like that either. Like, of course, I can't. I no, no. I'm not believing that you don't rate because I knew when you won the FA Cup against us. You were chatting. Of course, of course, because you get me at the time agenda's running like you get me saying blood pumping, you get me. Wait, 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 hold on. Let you're me gonna tell me you're gonna tell me you didn't want him to sign the contract. Yeah, of course I did because the goals, the goals that come with no, it. No, no, come. That means you rate him that. to some degree. I'm not gonna deny that. I'm not gonna deny that. You're to some degree enough for Okay, cool, cool, cool. I rate his goal, his goal contributions, bro. His goal contributions are bonkers for, for a guy that's in a team that's bad as us to get the amount of goals that he gets. It's phenomenal. There's, and there's not a lot of strikers in the world that would have done that. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Which cool. I rate, but you see everything else that comes with Bamiya in terms of the way we play football, the way he gets involved, he can't dribble, he can't pass, he misses sitters. Bro, he scored about 23 goals, was it? Uh, not last season, the season before. He scored about 23 goals in the league. I swear, if he scored every single chance that he had, not that I say every single chance I had, yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not saying um, all the shots he had. I'm talking about clear-cut opportunities where it's a sitter, the, the ball's come across, the box and he's got literally a tapping, bro. He would have scored 40 plus that, that season, bro. That guy, other than the goals that he brings to the team, he doesn't do anything else, bro. People say he are, oh, he works hard and this, that, bro. He doesn't fit our system. Now, that's, that might not be his fault. It might just be literally a system thing, innit? But for me, in what he's done for Arsenal, besides the goals, it's not been that great. Like that, I mean, yeah, but okay, let me put this to you. So, you said he missed bare chances, yeah, but he scored goals, right? Neil Mopay misses chances and scores goals, right? He doesn't score bare goals, he doesn't score bare goals. The difference has Neil Mopay back 10 in the Prem. Sure, he has. Let me uh, let me even check. But what I'm gonna say is this is the difference you hate a man, you hate a man that will score against you and do shit houseery, yeah. But you don't, bro, I don't, I actually don't. Let me land, let me finish. But you don't hate the guy that will drop stinkers, yeah, and then come to training with 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 the Travis Scott trim, or 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 just be carousing around on Instagram live with his brother in, in his Lambo, bro, rubbing it in your face. That even though he's, he's desecrating the shirt that he's wearing, that number fourteen, that that bro, you still love him. It's bro, just, okay, has got ten by the way. I don't love about huh? him. Mope got, got ten by the way. Mope got ten in his first season, fam. You got ten. This is what I said. I'm breaking. Yeah, I'm going to break Just swallow it. Just like swallow it. Right and right he's got 10 since. He's got 10 since. Just swallow it, bro. He's, nah, he's got man. seven now. He's going to get to 10, obviously. Come Are on. Are you now. sure? If he doesn't you get sure? injured, I guarantee he gets to 10, bro. We'll put uh, money on it. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 
That's a Zach hasn't had to change his playing style. I hear that still, Saka's but he can't, can't bring Saka down you know what I mean? the guys' events. Like, that's, Saka's, that's not Saka's fault, bro. Yeah, but the, the whole comparison thing is like, when you look look at things objectively, you just look at them two as footballers, it shouldn't mm-hmm. even be a thing. Do you know what I mean? But because I Arsenal fans, I think because Arsenal fans don't, like, Arsenal don't win trophies, so they always have to have, like, the best player or, like, the, the next best star boy and stuff like that, innit? So Some violation is still person that wouldn't have it. Man said you lot are so dead, or you can champion as footballers. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Jeff. Let me even double down with that. You, you, you're saying you're hating on 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 on, on Saka, yeah? Let me just put let me just put bullets out for the whole of hell end, bro. Never in your lives ever. Nah, don't you dare, bro. Never compare. Don't do that. Don't do that. Never don't do that. Com- you can't try and do the Halen thing, bro. Our thing is the Cobham, ta- the the Halen talents you like have yet, or Cobham rejects at the end of the day as well. Saka okay, was but they're still balling. They're still balling, though, and they came and they're balling for us, got bro. Rejected, and Ketia got left behind. Like, come on, man, these talents that you, you are really hyping up, hyping up. Huh? What you say, F? Someone said it makes sense. Someone said it makes sense why why all of Halen's best talents are from South. <laughs> don't don't do that. Car car car. Saka's from Brent, actually. Saka's from Brent, actually. Don't hey, don't try rub up man's 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 young piece, bro. <laughs> One thing as well that kind of bothers me is when people look at when they compare players, is they don't look at the integers. So football's more than just what you see on the football pitch. Sometimes what's holding a certain footballer behind is the system that he's playing at the certain type of club or the competition that he has in the team, isn't it? As you can see, especially this season with Chelsea, not even just especially this season with Chelsea, for Chelsea the last couple of years, how they use their wingers hasn't been up to scratch because for the I can't remember, apart from Hazard, the last time a Chelsea winger got to double-figure goals. Correct me if I'm wrong. The way Chelsea have utilised wingers recently hasn't benefited anyone. So we don't even know if Hudson has a pos- has the potential or the ability to be a bagsman because his role bro, is so bro, limited. Bro. I'll keep it real. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen that boy's finishing. I don't know if he can be a bagman. No, but we but don't know. More goals. Personally, we don't know because the way Chelsea organise their wingers, like, I can't even explain what to do, but it just seems like a rigid um, and limited play. Everything has to be centred for the centre forward. So I would love to see, like, it's never going to happen, but in a dream world, I'd love to do, like, a, a Marvel what if and see if how Hudson would play if Hudson was at Arsenal and how Saka would play if Saka was at Chelsea because they're guaranteed in the, in the Saka argument... Saka would be playing left wing-back right now, bro. The argument would be would be different. The argument would be, oh, CHO is the best talent we've got because he'd be, he'd be in a system where he's free to show his best talents, whereas Chelsea, I feel like he's been kind of honed into playing a system that facilitates the strikers. So you never know. There's more to life. There's more, there's more to life than what you see in... There's more to football, sorry, than what you're actually seeing in those 90 minutes. Yeah, no, definitely. If we're going off talent, if we're going off talent, I'll definitely give it to Hudson, innit? But in fairness, whether that's based on more minutes, more opportunities, whatever, if you're talking production, you can't argue the bro, numbers. Saka's that, a baller, bro. Saka's Saka's is a baller, bro. And you like, the, for yeah, me, it's not, me, I feel like, like when you lot say things like this, I feel like a little man in soccer car. No, like, but he's not a ball, Like, you're saying well, baller, yeah, but Callum is a baller, like a footballer. This guy is he's, he's a baller, but like, bro, this is a footballer. Bro. I hear what you're saying, yeah, bro. I hear what you're saying, but we haven't seen it. Do you get what I'm saying? We've seen it. seen it. We've seen it. We've seen flashes of it, bro. We haven't seen it consistently, bro. When you first we, we have seen flashes. Budding it up. 
was, when? This guy displaced Pedro um, in the first team, bro. People were calling, and it's not even when, when that first happened, people were calling from him from ages, ages back. Every time we'll come up, substitute appearance, Europa League, Europa League, Europa League, we'll be bagging, we'll be bagging, we'll be burning guys. So, so what? So what's happened then? The injury. Oh, he's been injured, bro. Well, come on. You literally oh, okay, just... so after the injury, so that the injury was what? Like a year and a half ago? Do you know what an Achilles injury is, bro? I heard that, but I'm saying it was a year and a half ago. Again, bro. I, I know, but I'm saying it was a year and a half ago. I hear both sides, to be honest. I hear Saka's obviously not a little man. He's he's a he's a big man in his thing and he's doing his thing at Arsenal. And he is actually... Not even just Arsenal, bro. He's done it for England at the Euros as well, bro. So how can you... Because we've been talking about Arsenal. When have we mentioned England in any of this? Um, no, 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 no. But I'm, I'm saying Saka's done it for, for England as well. So he's done it at a higher level. Like he's done what he does for Arsenal at a, high, at a high level, international level, bro. I'm praising his guy and he's, he's getting mad at me. What's going on? Okay, I'm but, not, I'm okay, not, but I'm let me put it this way. I'm getting mad at these man, bro. Okay, but you're saying, you're saying he's done it for England, yeah? Okay, what's he done in the Champions League? He's never played in it. No, nah, that's not relevant. That's not relevant. Come on, man. Let's stay. Our gender city is consuming us. That's not relevant. All I'm saying to say is, yeah, Saka is a good footballer. Hudson Odoi is a footballer. But at the moment, what we're seeing is, is skewed because of what's happening at Chelsea and how Chelsea set up and how Saka gets to play at Arsenal. So I, I hear both sides. Why isn't CHO having a consistent time? I feel because he's not getting a consistent run of games and a system that, that boosts or plays to his strengths. Whereas Arsenal, Saka actually is. Saka's the main guy. So he's going to get a lot of the ball. He's going to be getting a lot of showtime where CHO doesn't get that. But... Can I... You're even allowed to make mistakes, bro. I, I, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, a little agenda in it. And to be fair, it's only because we're still on the, on the Chelsea-Arsenal topic. So let me just throw it back at one of my own players in it. My agenda is against Kai Havertz, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't see it. Me, I, I don't see it. Like, that's mad because he, I think he's a baller, bro. Bro, that's what a lot of people are telling me. Maybe my eyes are lying to me, but I just don't see it, bro. Like, you know what? I just don't think Chelsea's maybe the right fit for him personally because I it don't. Could see be it could be that. It could be that, but I can only go off what I see. But you know what's mad? You know, we were saying this before he even joined the club. Like, we can't see, especially because Werner was joining in the same season. So they're like, wait, how are these guys going to fit in? Yeah, cards like he's not necessarily a striker, but he's not necessarily a ten. And you lot don't bro. necessarily play a system that he fits. You don't really play. Bro, it off this is the problem. This is a. This is the problem. You, this, bro. This is this is not basketball, bro. We do not play a positionless game. Yes, it's fluid. You, if you're a right-sided player and you can play in the middle a little bit on the left, whatever. But this guy, yeah, all I've ever seen is excuses made for him. Yeah, he plays up. He plays false nine or up top. He's not a striker. He plays as a ten. He's not a ten. He was played as an eight. He's not an eight. He plays on the right. He's not on the right. Bro, man, you try to invoke the name of my favourite player, one of my favourite <laughs> players of all time, Thomas Muller. That man can play in any position and do his thing. And I'm saying, if you man are comparing him to him, but he's being used in different positions and cannot perform, you can't tell me this guy is is good, bro. Because a lot of men are good technically. Yes, he's got good mm-hmm. technical ability. He can hold, he can play one-twos, he can do this, bro. But I do not see anything as when man is saying generational talent. Like, do they know what general generational talent is? Like, that is not it to me. And I don't know if anyone disagrees to it, but I have to get it off my chest before the end of this episode because... I still... I still... Wait, I think... I think if he goes... I don't even know where he goes like after this, like, to try and maybe rejuvenate his thing, but I just don't think it's going to pass up for him at Chelsea at all. But I do think there is a footballer in there still, I can't lie to you. Like, I've been impressed with Havertz from um, Labour Cruz. And then even at Chelsea, like, 
I've seen glimpses where I can see that there's a footballer in there, but it's like this. Even I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a system or maybe it's just he he might not be good. Do you know what I'm saying? He might not just be good in it, but I don't know. Still, that, I think that is what I said with Callum Hudson Odoi. It's that Chelsea system. There's so many different footballers that are actually trying to make a system that matches all of them. It's archaic. Ziek is not buzzing because he's not playing to his strength. He's gone from being Ajax's main creator to kind of just being a side dish at Chelsea. Doesn't get the ball often enough. And when he does, it's not his instructions and what he's supposed to do isn't what makes him excel, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah but what do you think his instructions are? Because I just, bro, a man who gets the... So, it's like I watch him, yeah, and I see guys like him and I see... Like Bruno, for example, these men are just trying to do the the let's put the ball in areas. Bruno's Bruno Bruno is a terrorist. That guy does not listen. No, but so is it, bro. I can't. There's no excuse for his decision making, bro. If you get the ball every time on the same spot and try the same cross fifteen times in a row, bro, you are a terrorist of football. And and I actually, he would get away with it maybe because the patterns of play were very different. Yeah, where. There was a certain build-up style and whatnot, so you did see him in different scenarios. But there's got to get to a point here where you get the ball, and the first thing in your mind is not to just cross the ball towards the back post. And that's where I say, like, okay, Ziyech, I'm not going to include in that. Havertz, if you've got a point for me for, for Havertz specifically, I just want to hear that because I can't see it, bro. And he's played in so many different, like, I know in Tuchel system now, where it's like mainly that three-four-three three that he's, he's utilized. You could say maybe that's restrictive, but even before that, under like under Lampard in spells, like he was playing in diff- used in different positions, and still then excuses were made. Okay, it's too soon. He's just got here. Da, 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 da. Then he had COVID. Then he came back. He recovered, and it's like he scored in the Champions League final, and it just erased any criticism that was ever sent his way. But I, I, I just don't see the guy that man is seeing. Habits would have excelled for me with when Masari's 4 3 3 when he first came in, he wanted to make Hazard that false nine that Dries Mertens. I think that's why Habits would have, would have excelled at. But like I said, Chelsea have got so many different players, so many different profiles of players that excel in so many different systems that putting them all together doesn't work. And then you've got Tuchel as well. He's got he's got to deal with Werner, obviously, he's under hitting, but only because he doesn't, I don't think he matches any system that Chelsea have played. Of course, his finishing is going to be questioned, but. The guy did well at Leipzig for a reason. Do you know what I mean? You got Lukaku, who is a shadow of the player that he was from Inter Milan, and it's not because the Premier League's more. Nah, like look at what Conte was doing over there with him. Everything was played to Lukaku. Everything was played through Lukaku. Everything was played for Lukaku. And now he's come to Chelsea, and it's completely different. Like he he wasn't a target man Inter Milan, but he is here. And you've got habits as well, where like I, to be honest with you, I I didn't watch him at Leverkusen. I didn't, but like. You, I have got some kind of idea what player he is when he plays for Chelsea, and again, it's not the position that he's 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 facilitated to play. So I hear it, Cabral. Like you're not seeing it, but at the same time, you can see a footballer being starved. Surely you can see footballers starving. Like you know when it's not quite right for them, but the manager's just doing what he can to get eleven players on the field and get them playing cohesively. At the moment, only thing that's working for Chelsea is the defense. The attack ain't working, bro. No, but would you I not say? You can... yeah. Oh, go, go on, go on. Go on. Go. No, go through, go through. Oh. Yeah, I think you can see a footballer there. That's that's clear, isn't it? Like there's moments, but that's all it is. Do you know what I mean? It's moments, and I yeah. think the the issue of Havertz it was kind of touched on earlier. 
no one knows his best position. If you ask him in interviews, he said he's somewhere between a nine and a ten. He calls himself a nine and a half and whatnot. And cool, like there's been players like that before. Rooney, I, I remember Rooney said that before. RVP has described himself as that before. But these are always these are also players that stamped their authority on the game. Havertz just kind of like drifts in and out physically. You know, he's six two or something. He has no physical presence whatsoever. Like, he doesn't want all of that contact. And then technically, yeah, he's good on the ball. He's tidy. But he also wants to take, like, 100 years on the ball. Like, he's he's also failed to adapt on, on his side. And that's why it's, like, so difficult to see because it's, like, yeah, it's just, it's just mad frustrating because you can see, like, he's, he's, he's a good footballer. And, like, at, his, at this age, there's so much improvement he could make. Like, there's a big jump he could make. But... I mean, I don't really see what he will change in himself to to make that jump. Do you know what I mean? You know, you know what's mad as well, yeah. Like, it's one of my gripes. I think this might be for another episode, but like my gripes with like people's perception of footballers, in it, where like everyone below a certain age bracket, if they're half decent, gets the star boy label in it. But for me, you can't be a star boy if you don't have some level of X factor in it. Like, there's got to be something that separates you from the rest of the people in this bracket of like 18 to 22 or 23 or whatever it may be. And he doesn't have like a special attribute in my eyes that says you're above everyone else. You might be more mature at your age, I guess, in a game and you might have a bit more sense, but you don't have like a, how can I put it? Like there's something that Mbappe has or like Haaland has that makes you think, okay, this is why you are like above everyone else in your age bracket. We don't even count you as just young players anymore. Or like Neymar had at a time. I just don't see it. Like it doesn't I think I think he's got um I think he's got like good execution. I think he's you know what like you know what it is because at um Leverkusen they played a four, two, three, one and he like played like a ten, but the ten was more like a second striker, kind of like Felix is for um, Atletico. Um, so he'd play just behind Kevin Volland. And so he'd find himself in a lot of areas where he'd be like the second man running then, in a sense. Do you get what I'm saying? Basically turn up in a box and um, finish off the chance. So like he'd get into positions where like where the other striker basically wouldn't be, basically. And um, I feel like at Chelsea, he's not necessarily given the freedom to necessarily roam around and basically kind of do that, like that. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I hear that. It doesn't work because of the system at Chelsea. I think Tuchel's got... That's why it was so surprising that Chelsea won the Champions League because the mammoth task that Tuchel had with the squad that was assembled for Lampard is crazy. Until this day, like... Chelsea only lost three games this season, but yet there's a mountain of problems of what is your strongest 11 and how do you get everyone ticking? And um, yeah, I think that's why a lot of footballers at the moment are kind of starving, they're kind of struggling because there hasn't been found yet. Lukaku, Havertz, Werner, CHO, say what you say about them, but they're not showing their best. They've never shown their best side because of there hasn't been an actual system that has played for their strengths. 
Um, Lukaku but, scared me the most, if I'm being honest with you. I can't even lie to you because that guy in the Serie A, bro, looked devastating, bro. And he looks like he's devastating. Like he is devastating. If like, you look at him, I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm not even saying that he's not at Chelsea, but we're not seeing that devastating. You know why though? That's again like that's like the other week when we had when we were talking about value, like a player's transfer value affecting people's perception in it. Where like. If you look at this season, he's played 13 games, he's got five goals in it, right? But he's actually only got nine starts. And those sub-appearances we make was after his COVID and, and before that, he was playing like bit part because he was injured in it. But five goals from nine starts is still quite deadly. That's over 50%. So, yeah. And if you look at what Lukaku is doing, like, I think his scoring rate isn't too dissimilar to what he, um, it was at Inter, it's just the fact that he's not getting as many chances, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't it, even think it's necessarily like the goals I'm talking about. It's just more so um, the level of performances. No, it's the system. Again, every, I think every answer now today is going to wrap around to back to just, the system and how players are utilised within it. Because yeah. I've never... He, uh, the best Lukaku versions I've seen of him are Belgium, um, Inter, you can talk about West Brom, you can talk about Everton. Everton. He has never played back to goal this much and the two clubs he has is at Chelsea and United and we've seen how they've gone in it stop mm, using the man back to goal and and put players around him that could actually play a through ball because that man wants to spin off and we watch, we literally saw him play target man for Chelsea and not score then go to play for Belgium and guess what oh he's got Kevin De Bruyne he plays balls forward oh what happens he scores goals do you know what I mean it's, it's that simple in it but you know how mad it must be for a defender to see someone like Lukaku running at you at full speed? Bro. Bro, did you see Matt Target? They went and got Dini after that game, bro. <laughs> he did one run against him. They went to pay 25 million for a new left back. When, do you remember he, the drill he did with Jamie Carragher where he's like, if I, if I get the ball to my feet, not to my feet, if I get the ball played on my right foot, which allows me to turn inwards onto my left, you are not, you're not stopping me. I said no one in the world. Just, no on. defender in the world is stopping me. So why doesn't it happen? Why is it Lukaku play to your feet, wait for everyone to come up to you, and then what? Get in the box you know for cross. It's rubbish. I would even argue. You see, like even because that was when he was at Everton, isn't it? Um, I think it was like 2017 yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. or 2016. Um, if you look at the players that Everton had at the time, yeah, it was all to service him, bro. Like you get creative wings. You have your Moraleses. I think even brought Balassian and Barkley. All these guys knew this is the guy. This is the one that's going to get us the goals to get us up the table. So we're going to give him the ball exactly how he wants it and where he wants it. When he goes to United and he comes to Chelsea and they're using him just as a cog in the machine, it is what it is, isn't it? And that's the reverse agenda, isn't it? That's my prop because people were doing an agenda on him this year, calling him a baldy, calling him this and that. I'm not having it, bro. My jeans. And he's from Belgium. He's from Belgium. So naturally, his accent's going to lean a little bit more American than British because British culture doesn't travel the world. They don't know the shows and what. Honestly, anyone, what? guys, go to Belgium. Go talk to black people. You think you're, you think you're in New York because <laughs> their, their English is from rap music. Well, they don't listen to Digga D, are they? So anyway, as we're moving on... Uh, I don't know if Jeff had one, but if, if he does, I want to hear it. If not, I want to get into my one because my one's kind of a bit of a shock. Jeff, Jeff said Wait, Jeff, um, Tony. Jeff, F, sorry. F, sorry. Tony, I've got a question, yeah. 
Is this limited to just players? No, but I had to. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm because gonna... me, I've got a manager. I've got I've got a manager that I need to speak hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Because I need to talk about this back free tax, and I mean, I'm even gonna go, we're gonna go into it in a, another episode. I'm gonna go deep, deep, deep into this because mm. people just lose their head mm. when people FT start talking about tactics. They, I think they just lose their 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 whole sense of mind. Everything, bro. What what the hell is a back free tax, please? <laughs> what the hell is a back free tax, please? But the Champions League finals, no one was saying, "Oh, back free tax, back free tax." They were looking at Pogba, saying, "Oh, wow, 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 Pogba, 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 Pogba." Where was the back free tax there? All of a sudden, our oh, back free tax now. Ah, oh, yeah, you man are, are playing back free. That's why. Hmm. Sorry, Conte mm-hmm. that won the the Premier League with a back free. Was that back free tax as well? Excuse when, me. When everyone sees pictures of Maldini, Costa Curta. And uh, Nesta, there's no, there's no back. Do you know what's mad? Do you know what's mad? Yeah, imagine, imagine Twitter existed in like 2005 when um Mourinho came to England, started playing 4 3 3. They would have called it 4 3 3 tax, bro. I don't, I don't get this new, like, this new mentality of adding tax to everything. Every time you see someone say something in it, it's like, oh, this player scored X, man. Oh, that's Norwich tax. He scored this many goals, but it's Norwich, tax. bro. <laughs> you do your job. You do that padding, job. that padding is the worst thing. I hate it so much. When they're like, "Oh, you don't score against the big teams," he just stat pads, and you're like, "There's more. There's more. What? There's more smaller teams." And there's another one. There's more smaller teams in the whole and bro in most leagues than the bigger teams, bro. So even it if it doesn't matter. So you're telling me. You're telling me. You're telling me. You want your striker? Sorry, it doesn't even matter. You're telling me you want your striker to score six goals a season. If your if your striker scores against all the big clubs, if your striker plays for Liverpool and he scores against Man United twice, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, and Man City, yeah, that's six goals. And he doesn't score against anybody else. You're telling me, nah, he's a big game player. Your striker is shit. <laughs> you get me? Like it, it doesn't make sense. If you, if, I said this the other day in a group chat, so I'm going to say it again. If your striker scores the winning goal, yeah, against every single team apart from the top three. He's got 32 goals in the season. He's winning the golden boot. And if he's he's won a, scoring the winning goal 32 times, you've won the you've won 32 games. Nine times out of ten, unless City are on steroids again, you've won the league title. You know what's mad though? That's mad because people actually look at the number of goals here and who like, for example, if they're scored against big teams, but they'll never look at a guy who might have 15 goals but scored them over seven games in a 38 league game season, bro. Trust. You know how mad that is to me. Bro, a man yeah. can score four hat-tricks here. Yeah? You can score four hat-tricks and score 12 goals in a season, bro. And if you don't score again, oh, he scored 12 <laughs> goals, though. Double figures. Yeah. He scored in four games. Calvert-Lewin done that last the season. The purple patch thing is, is mad because even the fact that you mentioned that as well, Suarez, cool. Amazing player for Liverpool. No Norwich tax. But exactly, no Norwich tax. His record against the top four, not that great. Go look up the stats. Not that great, but, but no he's not supposed to be game player because he's still a big game player, but it doesn't mean that he's a, he's a crap striker because he doesn't score against the big uh, big four. Come on, man. Henri gets it a lot with his goals and finals as well. Henri's like everyone's like Henri can't be the best drug was better than listen. I'm not saying I'm not trying to bring Henri drug the debate, but I, I find it hilarious that everyone says drug was better than Henri because the goals he scored in finals in finals, and then you're looking at Henri's legacy. Oh, no, no, Henri, you're looking at drug legacy. Being attacked by Vardy fans, and I'm like, which one is it? <laughs> Do you get me? Like, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I, think, I, think yeah. this one, I think this section is football Twitter. 
Because that's, that's Twitter, basically yeah. what Twitter is, bro. It's just, it's just, it's just stupid, brainless people. And I get the ones that want to have fun and like, I get the, there's accounts out there that are clearly joking, I hear it. But there's actually, there's some people that actually take it by law. There's some big accounts out there that just tweet nonsense and because they're big accounts, it becomes culture and it's the worst. And we've seen it happen with certain clubs where certain clubs are just not levels, but because People like them. Somehow they've become or have seen as levels. And I think you know who I'm talking about because I've had a serious problem with them since I've said they won the league. Leicester City are not levels. I'm sorry. They're not levels. Do you know what it is, yeah? These guys are habitual underachievers. No, they're in fact, perennials. they're overachievers. They're overachievers. They're, they're, they're bigger bottlers than Tottenham. They're like, Tottenham. 100%. They're bigger. 100%. How could you speak in the top four? Consistently for large amounts of how many seasons you're never finishing top four, bro. Bro, let me put it this way, yeah. I've never seen a club, yeah, that they, they try and put them with the big boys in it. Yeah, they try and stick them in this big in this big boy conversation. That are the top they're part of the top six, the ones that are pushing for this, pushing for that, yeah. Never achieve it, but when they do, it, the excuses, but it's Leicester though, in it. It's only Leicester. They were in the champ and then they won the Prem. <laughs> okay, you won the Prem. You want to be the big boys. Come and chill with the big boys then. But when you're finishing fifth and sixth every season, yeah, or lower, bro, hold it. You have Get to knocked out the Europa League every year. I can't believe. Do you know how criminal it was for them to bottle Champions League over Lampard or the Solskjaer? You needed they, one point. They were like seven points off the top in you December. You needed one point. One point. One point to secure Champions League. And you fumbled it after you had like a nine point head. I'm sorry, you're not levels. Wait, don't, thing is, don't forget they did it. They did it this season. Um, last season, they did it last season as well, didn't they? When they lost to Tottenham on the last day. Yep. To yep. get Chelsea back into the top four as well. And like I said, if if you play for teams that are liked by the masses, players get overrated. I, I don't particularly rate James Madison that highly. I think he's very very average, mediocre. Um, Bro, that's mad. Honestly, I do. I, I don't. I don't. I've said this for years. I what? Because he's got a long shot in him. I, I, oh, I think he. I uh, think he's this. But why? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me something. Because I've seen this guy play a lot. I, like, I feel like he's got good. He's got good pass. He's got good vision. Um, he's a. He can carry the ball. He's a good ball carrier. And like you said, he's got good long shots. <laughs> you know what it is yeah? It's because he'll score a goal like against. He said is the makings of a decent footballer. Like not not someone. The way people talk about this guy as if he should be starting over Foden, them man like. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's Madison, Madison's exactly at, the, at where he should be. Like, Leicester is the perfect club for him. I don't think he's good enough to make the step up. If he goes to Arsenal in the summer... Can can I just say... Um, I don't think he's much, I don't think he's much better than Odegaard. Like, I don't think bro, he's there. He just wouldn't... I don't think he'd start. Like, that's why... That's listen the level of... Listen to this. Leicester wanted 70 million for him in the summer. Odegaard cost us 30. Yeah, but that's that's also Premier League and English. Um, I don't want to use the word tax, but obviously they have to put the, I the additional I additional that. money I on that one. But bro, you can't tell me that James Madison is a seventy million pound player, bro, and Odegaard is a. Well, we don't we don't assign footballers value how good footballers are to a price tag anyway. But we like to do it. No, by obviously team. not. Obviously not. But if we do in tears, yeah. Um, Madison is exactly at the level that he should be and that's playing for a club challenging for Europa League qualification I don't think he's good enough to make a step up because 
listen, Man United, yeah, not performing to the levels that they should be, but there's levels to this team. Madison doesn't come to Man United and take us a, a step up. He doesn't come to, even though Bruno is a big terrorist, he doesn't come to United and then start replicating Bruno numbers. He doesn't do it. So that's another football that's there. And you have like players like Suyunchu who was like, just, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not impressed. The only players that Leicester that I genuinely, and even Vardy himself, like, yeah, he's a bagsman, but I remember when he got linked, he almost signed for Arsenal in 16, 17 or something like that. Right. And I was like, I was like, A, I would have loved to see that happen because I honestly think Hart, he would have flopped differently. Because where Leicester are parking, the, not parking the bus, where Leicester are sitting in, on the 30-yard line, like ahead of the 20-yard box. Yeah? 18-yard box, sorry. I did the 18-yard box and they're sitting like 10 yards in front of it trying to take teams on the counter. Vardy eats off that. He comes to Arsenal, like I said, his team's on the halfway line. Now he's got to try and break down a deep block. He is not doing nada. So, you'll end up like you'd end up like Aubameyang literally playing left wing bro yeah it's just, it's just that and Leicester bro Leicester even like even like a Tillemans bro Tillemans is a good player but the way people talk about Tillemans bro it's like bro they're telling me he's better than like guys like Kovacic and other midfielders and he should be up there and he's a good player but it's, it's like you're at Leicester like you don't look out of place at Leicester if you don't look out of place at the club that you're at you're not above that club I'll be you. honest with you but like I said, it, it, there's this thing of there's a bias because if, if a team is percept, percept I don't know if Lineker has a thing to do with this, but if a team's perception is positive, their footballers are overhyped. We're seeing it with Aston Villa. Now everybody at Villa's world-class. Now Villa should be challenging for the Champions League. No, they're dry. You saw it at Wolves a year and a half ago, two years ago, where everyone in the world thought Ruben Neves was like worthy of a move to like the top teams in the world that guy I'm sorry I don't see it again exactly now you've got a certain demographic that I think Adam is it because he runs 100 miles an hour there's other people that like I remember there was Connor I remember going to work and I was telling me Connor Cody is worthy of a move to partner Van Dyke in a back four at Liverpool and I said what? smoking George. like what are you smoking dog is killing my people man I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. And um, yeah, just we'll stop there. My shocker for you guys, actually, is because I've actually never spoken about this guy. But we're going to take about the footballers. Um, you may not know this, but I have a gender against Rooney, you know. I know this. Whoa. You know this. Come really? On. This guy, this is why I, I, I mean Tony fall out all the time. <laughs> he hates Rooney for some reason, bro. I don't know why. Well, some no, no, reason. He, I know he's explaining to me a, a little bit where he's talking about how he's not as loyal as the fans make it seem and he actually tried to leave the club a few times. Really hoard out for a move to Chelsea and to City. <laughs> like, yeah, and I wish he came. And I wish he came. Yeah, of course you wish he came, but I've never forgiven him. I've never forgiven him. So I can never see him as the legend that other people do. I've been seeing tweets on the Man United FT where Ronaldo at the moment is getting hate, which I can't quite understand. <laughs> they're like oh this guy left to go to Madrid a, a crap Madrid team and he didn't win no trophies there or he only won two trophies there till, till the free peak came like he she S'd out when it got tough for us Rooney stayed Rooney's loyal best Man United player of all time and I'm like ah well in 2011 my guy was whoring out for a move to City and he only gave in because they offered him 180k which was monstrous wages back then and then in 2014 he did it again and he didn't Stop until he got to yeah, but the reason he did the second one to Chelsea is, is because of thingy in it. 
No, this it's again. It's because of Moyes, isn't it? Him and Moyes had beef, innit? That's why he wanted to leave. No. And no, beef no. from when he left Everton. That's why he wanted to leave that time. But I hear it though, like it, it's the Man really... City one. The Man City one was bad. Like, and a lot of people have forgotten, like. Obviously, in 2011, I had I was in Manchester the summer. I'd moved I've moved from Manchester from 2009. I'm start living in London now, and I went back to visit some of the like Corel and that, some of the guys that live in Manchester now in 2011. And I was there during the midst of all of it, and um, there was for graffiti in Manchester Piccadilly, where my United fans had has had, had graffitied on walls. Go join City, and you're dead. Because that's how mad it was. This is why I don't. No, it's now, been, it's now been swept under the carpet of this guy's behavior has been swept under the carpet. The guy criticized the own fans. He hauled out for a move. He rejected numerous contract negotiations. And then what? He signed a new deal, scored a hat, hatty against West Ham, and everyone just ignored it. Nah, it's because he said he made that statement, in it, where he said, um, Man City is the most ambitious team in the city. I want to be somewhere where I'm going to go win things as well because at the moment, United aren't showing any ambition and this and that. I remember that on Sky Sports News coming up and that. Like, but then it's Isn't ridiculous. that after he signed his contract? Because I remember... No, that was before. That was just before. No, that's not... Because I know he questioned Sir Alex and he was like, look... Because I remember Sir Alex did a, did a press conference... Not press conference, press or whatever it was. And he tried to tell us that there was no... In the same summer that Man City signed, like David Silva and all that, he said there was no market in the transfer window. Which is where we, first started, where we first started to, to understand, my United fans first started to see firsthand what Glazenomics were. We were like, holy, what? And guys just out here lying to us saying, there's no one that, in the market that, that that's worthy of signing. And we're just like, but we've just seen City sign all these, man, what are you talking about? Um, so Rooney started coming up with that. And then the reason why it was bad, for, for it was hard for, for my United fans to understand is because Rooney at that point now became a perennial figure. He then became the face. He became the leader, the guy that's going to take us forward. So it's like, if you're not going to take lead, you're not going to wear the 10, wear the shirt in pride and become Mr. Man United at the first hurdle. What is this? Yeah, the but first time it got tough. The first time we've got, we've, we've, we've received competition. You're like, you know what? Yeah, maybe the grass is greener. That's why it's like, no, nah, that's dead. Yeah, but you know Man what? Man United now, sorry, Carol. Man United now hate Pogba for less than what really did. But is that not is that not a common revisionism on pre-Twitter football anyway, where I could name players like um Gerard wanted to go to Chelsea, he had to get his head turned wanted back. To leave. Lampard, Lampard wanted to, leave wanted to Terry. go to Lampard wanted to go to Milan, Drogba wanted to go to Milan, uh wanted to go uh, City. City. Like this is this is revisionism on pre-Twitter football, isn't it? Where like a lot of players in the past said some mad statements about wanting to leave their clubs or wanting to join this manager here and do that. But it gets swept under the carpet because the generation of people tweeting now Don't are too young it. to remember that. Remember The Terry and then man that you all named uh, given a transfer request. I think Gerard did. I know Gerard did. Uh, none of them put a transfer request in, but like they were very close to joining. Like The talks were heavy. Like I remember it being like a thing where it's very touch and go with him and stay. Drogba actually came out and said, "I like he wanted to leave and join Milan and 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 be with Mourinho." Like he literally said it. He just never went to the step of putting the transfer request in and making it happen. But really gave him the transfer request, and that's when I was like, "Yep, rest in piss, bozo." 
I got to the point in that summer, not that summer, that season, because I remember he signed the contract and then he scored a hatty against West Ham away. And then he he um, swore in the camera, he swore at the camera and then gave like a love heart to the fans. I was already like, no, nah, you can go still. Go, innit? That's what I was. Because until this day now, it's what it's been, what, 11 years? I haven't forgiven him. When Chelsea came around in 2014, I was saying, go, go. Hey, the wheels fell off a year later anyway, so you should have just went. <laughs> so, I hear it, but now he's your record holder for goals in that. So and I'm happy for him, but I can't forgive him. I can't call him. You'll never hear me call him legend. In my, you'll never hear me call him legend. Not from my mouth. Nope. Yeah, great player in that. Thank you for your service. Let's, um, <laughs> let's sign out. It's been a good episode. I can't lie. I feel like we all got a bit off our chest. I got a lot off my chest. Take a deep breath. You get what I'm saying? We might have to do a part two. Not yet, but you get what I'm saying? We'll come back to this another time. And you get me? I've still got another thing to talk about, but we'll talk about that literally. I saved that for Agenda City too. You get what I'm saying? But we'll, first, definitely, we'll definitely do a part two. We'll definitely do a part two, 100%. Um, yeah, man. It's been a pleasure, boys. Yeah. And as always, as always, guys, if you disagree or if you do agree with us, let us know. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts. If you've got any interesting agendas as well, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and who did we not talk about that we should have spoken about? Um, again, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So, um, yeah, guys, we've been Ballers Corner. And that's Follow us on all the socials. Uh, at Instagram, Ballers Corner. Twitter, Ballers Corner. Um, all of the uh, digital streaming platforms, Ballers Corner. And leave uh, a leave a review on the on the whatever platform you're listening to. So if it's a Spotify or Apple Podcast, man, leave us a star rating or and a little comment or something. And always remember, progression, progression of football is not linear. Not linear. You can't tell me what passion is And if you don't know, then it sounds like this Man, these niggas ain't on nothing, man, they ain't on piss Cause I'm real life, they're really with this acting shit Like, can you really step with gang? When we pull up to you, step and flex with man When we pull up these baddies, they love the gang When we pull up greatest dents, what you smelling on man When we pull up, can you really step with gang? When we pull up to you, step and flex with man When we pull up these baddies, they love the gang When we pull up greatest dents, what you smelling on man When we pull up, like, can you really, I? Can you really like, can you really step with gang? 